That is hardcore. This is hardcore shit. But for me, it's harder and harder to resist. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Horror with Mike and Bridget. And I'm pretty sure Bridget has returned. Bridget, you still alive? Yes, I am still back. alive. Oh, you're back from the dead. All right, very cool. Yes. Awesome. Let's do so, this. What's uh, what's been going on with you? Man, I'm. I know I've been away for a little bit, but I'm super excited to be back, and I've got some fun things to share. And I'm pretty sure that, man, we're gonna have a pretty amazing interview tonight with Michael Tanner Flynn. All right, who's this? This is an actor, right? Actor, um, he's an a- he's an actor. He, actually, he's an actor, director, damn D, all of the above. Okay. But him and I have been in a couple movies together. We've never been in the same scene together. Uh, we've been in mo- the movies together, but I did meet him at some after parties. And we have a lot in common and kind of had a connection and... We both are from Nashville. We both have a heart, like a love for horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm re- he's got crazy things happening. I'm so damn excited to have him on board. Right. Very cool. But uh, so mm-hmm. tell me what's been happening with you, Mike. Oh, you know, not a, not too much. Watching horror movies. I uh, went to that July Fest in Maryville and was a vendor there and, you know, met some people and um, talked to some other people that I'd seen before and, uh, you know, sold some movies and, and did all that, even though it was crazy hot that day. Like, it was so super hot. So and it was outdoors, too, which is uh, <clears throat> pretty wild. But uh, we made it through. Um, so that was pretty fun. Uh, other than that, been watching some movies and stuff like that. I got a question for you, though. Oh, damn it. I'm ready. Come on, bring it. All right. Um, So I wanted... The question was, indie horror versus big budget Mm -hmm. horror movies. Um, Not really which one you prefer, but break it down for people that don't really know the difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think a lot of people don't. They just think a movie is a movie, and that's just it. They only think about it, you know, and go, oh, let's watch a movie. Because really, at the end, they... They they want to get what they can get out of the movie. Doesn't matter. They don't care about names like that or what goes on behind the scenes. But in reality, there is a different, totally different world about it. You know, totally uh, yes. Big budget versus indie, a hundred percent. There's just totally a big difference because, uh, and for me, I think that there really should be three categories because I don't, I don't really like lumping in what I do like per se or what I've done and what I know some other people locally have done with even what you would call indie films because indie films. What a lot of people will just will just describe as is just anything that isn't produced by a major studio, you know. So you can have a big, big budget, but as long as you're not really endorsed by a studio, they call it an independent movie, you know. You can you can say independent films like you have independent film directors. We can say Rob Zombie, but don't think that there's not money involved. So you're oh, right, so you're definitely. so are you trying to break it down to me? Like, what's the difference between a low budget and a Hollywood movie? Right. Is that what, what you, the like, question is? Well, like, what do you, what do you, how do you differentiate the the, dif- the differences? Because like, big for me, time, big yeah, time. I, I would say like with the big Hollywood studio, obviously you're doing millions, sometimes billions of dollars. Even with an independent film that has a lot of finance, and you're doing with a lot of money, more, more time than not. But you, well, all we have is those two categories. You really just have indie and big budget. You know, are like studio films, and 
you know, like it's like you take a movie that was made for a couple thousand, ten thousand dollars, even that's not in anywhere in the same league as uh, an independent film that stars Brad Pitt. You know, <laughs> it's just not the same thing. Uh, but so for me, like there should be like another name or something. I, I typically tend to call them micro budget <laughs> films, but you know, because you know. Again, I think a lot of people they don't they don't really think about it. They say, "Oh, it's an indie film." Well, I watched an indie film and it had Brad Pitt. Why don't you have Brad Pitt in your movie? You're indie movie. You, you know? know, to me, there's a, there's there is a huge difference. To me, my opinion, yeah. there is a f- huge difference. Right. I I you know that I've I have been in a a f- couple feature films. These are your micro budget films that you know right around five thousand dollars five to ten thousand dollars to film right that's not even micro budget it can go way lower than that uh, I've, I've never made a movie for five thousand dollars so okay there you go <laughs> okay so yeah so even if even if a movie, and and i've even done a short i've even done a short with candle flickering produ- productions that there is such a big difference. You can take someone like you mentioned Brad Pitt. Yes, he's a big name actor and damn it, he's a fucking good actor. That's what he's done his entire life. But mm-hmm. then you take us little small people like like myself, I'm calling myself that, where dude, we're just as passionate about what we do, but there but it's it's not this is not what we do for a living it does not pay our bills we're doing it because we love doing it so there's a lot more passion behind it and all of these people in these movies are doing it because they damn it they love doing it and the love behind it means so much to me and oh and you know I will say that, you know, you know, I have, you know, I'm a clown. My kin is a clown, mm-hmm. a Pennywise, Pennywise. I'm known as Pennywise. I remember going to see um, It Chapter 2 in the movie theater. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was so much CGI that mm-hmm. it made it look so much cartoonish to me that it almost took it, took the passion away from it for me. Um, I, I, I personally love practical effects. Mm, I absolutely love practical, practical effects that, and when you can actually see practical effects being made. Yeah. God, it is. God is such an, it's, it's so much more artistic Yeah, and the work behind it. Right. All it is to me, it's passion. It's passion and, you know, I think a lot of times like Hollywood like goes so above and beyond that shit, they don't even freaking need, even need to even go that far. They right. don't even need to do that. It's all, I think it's all about a money thing, but when you are so passionate about what you do, I know I've seen your movies. I've seen your movies mm-hmm. and you can tell that you're very passionate about what you do. And so are your actors. 
And I love that so much. And well, you hope, that, you always rem- that always reminds me that, damn, that's, that's why we get up and do with the things we do because we love it so much. Right. Right. Well, you know, even, uh, even our little indie engines that could, uh, we, we get it, we get it out there. Right. Because now, uh, one of my films, seller secret, it's on Tubi and Plex so people can go watch it for free. If you don't mind the ads. Uh, so it's on there and you, you, your movie was released. Is that not correct? It was released. Um, yeah. You can watch it on um, Deadlines was just released on Indie Box. Indie Box? Is that what you In- said? Indie Box. I-N-D-I-E. Okay. okay I, never, I, I, sound, I sound like so, I'm so damn Southern country. It sounds like Indie Box, but it's Indie, like independent. I-N-D-I-E yeah, Box. Right. Um, you, can, you can watch it for free. Um, the movie Deadlines. And they loved us so much that they even, uh, t- damn, they even put, uh, they even on their Facebook page, they even put deadlines as their their screen cover. Oh, okay. I love it. I love Very it. Cool. I'm I'm very very proud of that. Um, I I get I, the director. The director of the movie has been so supportive of me, George Demick, uh, Flicker and Candle Productions. He, he's been so proud of me. And he said, Bridget, please stop telling people that your first movie that you were, cause I call myself a featured extra. Mm-hmm. He's like, stop telling people you're a featured extra. He goes, just because you didn't have any lines doesn't mean you're a featured extra. He no, goes, you had it. He's like, you had a huge, like he gets on my ass, like nobody's business. Well, no, a featured extra would, just, would literally be something in the background that they really show a lot of, you know, you're not, you aren't in the background. That's what you are. So I, I, would, was, I would agree with that too. You're not really featured. Well, well, God, I think, I think both of you guys for that. Um, he's got, he, he's actually got on to me. He's like, you are so damn talented. And that's why the movie that we filmed last summer, which I'm waiting for it to come. I've been on his ass, like white on rice. I'm like, when are you going to come out with a preview? When you can come out with a trailer, like we need to have something. Uh, you got to have patience. Um, that, that stuff takes time. Well, my look, <laughs> I named my daughter. My daughter's name is patience. That's because her mom doesn't have any. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, that's a thing. And God, I'm so damn passionate about this shit. I love it. I love it. Very cool. So everybody that's listening can go watch Solar Secret on Tubi and Plex, and they can go watch Deadlines on IndieBox right now. There's no excuses. Go watch those things. But speaking of watching things, what have you been watching? Um, so I have a few for you. Okay. Okay. Um, I did watch a movie recently, never seen it before. It's called Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Did you like it? I did like it, but I like Happy Death Day and stuff like that. Um, so it's kind of in that same vein. So if you didn't like those kind of movies, you might not have liked it. What do you think? Um, I'm going to be really honest. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Like, oh, there's all these big name actors and things in it. But you know, I think they were trying to get into what's happening today and all the them they the pronouns. 
Really? That's what you thought that movie was about? I thought it was just about yeah, Freaky Friday. Freaky I, Friday. I, I thought it and I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it at all. I probably will never watch it again. So yeah. there's I've that. Seen I've seen it a couple of times, but it's been a while. What, what um, else you been um, I went back. This is a rewatch because this one, oh, this one always, if I'm in a bad mood, mm-hmm. you got to watch something funny that's hard. And this one makes me laugh and I can love it. Okay. Tucker and Dale versus Evil Dead. Absolutely. Fantastic. Damn, I fucking love this movie. God. If, so if, good. If no one has ever watched this movie, please go and watch it. Yes. Because when I'm in a shitty ass mood, this one makes me fucking laugh every time. And it's like yeah. a feel good movie. It is. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I also watched my kiddo. So my kiddo is 16 years old. She mm-hmm. does not like horror movies. Mm-hmm. She she is. Oh my God. She cannot stand horror movies. But this is considered a horror movie. Even though she. she I don't think I'd ever tell her it was a horror movie. Even okay. though it kind of is. Right. Um, it's Coraline. Oh yeah. So I have went on this crazy ass thing and I've dyed my hair fucking beautiful blue mm-hmm. um, given Harlow Salon kudos because damn they're really good at what they do my fucking hair is beautiful and everyone in this whole damn salon was like oh my god you look like Coraline I'm like damn mm-hmm. and my daughter was like well let's watch Coraline I was like for real it's mm-hmm. actually kind of a horror movie Coraline's yeah, one of my yeah. favorite. And um, another movie that I watched recently, which is new, and I was pretty disappointed. Damn it. I was so disappointed. It's monstrous with Christina Ritchie. I watched that as well. It's on my list. Yeah, I it wasn't it wasn't that good. <laughs> I was oh my God. So you was just I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of fell asleep. I kind of yeah. fell asleep and had to re like watch the rest of it after I fell asleep and I I had such high expectations. Yeah, I just didn't really like the story that much. I mean, it wasn't okay. What I, I will wanted. tell I'll tell you why I kind of like the movie. I'm like they have the whole fifties. Yeah, right? that was cool. That was cool. That was my favorite thing. And then I was like, oh my god, they're bringing in modern CGI. Holy mm-hmm. shit! But then the they just fucking dropped the ball on it. Oh my god! I was like, damn, this movie had such high expectations. I think if you and I would have went in and wrote that story a little bit, dude, we could have fucking killed it. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't love it. I didn't love it either. Okay. Um, I did watch... Um, I had a rewatch of one of my favorites from my childhood, which okay. was called Burnt Offerings. Yeah. Karen, Karen Black. hmm She's probably one of my favorite horror actresses. Yeah. And... I fucking love that movie and I I just wanted to rewatch it. I haven't seen it since I probably I was a child. So I rewatched that one. Fucking love it. If you yeah. haven't seen it, that is definitely a recommendation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I watched, um, I, I'm on this kick where I'm trying to, um, I collect horror movies from 1981. I was born in 1981. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just go and put it out there. Fuck it. I don't care. I was born in 1981 and supposedly according to Google and DuckDuckGo, that there was more horror movies filmed in 1981 than any other year, which was the year I was born, which totally makes sense. But one of the movies uh, was Cannibal Frogs. Have you seen it? I have seen it, yes. I mean, it compared to Cannibal Holocaust, and not as great. No, it's not. Right. It's not as great, but it was in my 1981. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's those are my few that I've wrote down for tonight. So, what I'm more interested in is what the fuck you've been watching. Well, there's a list, so I'm gonna run through, run through them. Some I won't mention too much because we'll just get through these. Perfect. Uh, First up was a movie called You Are Not My Mother. If you watch the trailer, it pretty much gives it away. and That's really all I really want to say about it. Um, Dracula versus Frankenstein, the trauma version that came out in 71. <laughs> this movie is pretty bad. What, bad. What, what, what was the movie called? Say it again. It's called Dracula versus Frankenstein. It's okay. uh, trauma produced it, distributed it anyway. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty bad. <laughs> the, the Frankenstein monster creature looks fucking ridiculous. Okay. Uh, up next was a rewatch of Helter Skelter from 2004. Have you seen this one? Yes, I have. Uh, Jeremy Davis is fantastic. Yeah. He's fantastic as Charles Manson. He's just great. Uh, up next was a rewatch of Plan Nine from Outer Space. You an Ed Wood fan? Yes. Okay. Yeah, hell yes. yeah. Right hell cool. yeah. Up next was a rewatch of Slumber Party Massacre number two. I, I did. I watched uh, this, this movie when I got at the festival. I got a couple. One was called The Hike, and another one was called WJHC AM. This is a it's a horror movie, but it's really slow. I mean, it's almost two hours long, and it doesn't get going until the very end. And um, I mean, there's like a lot of comedy stuff into it. This is a comedy horror indie, indie film. Our, our old pal Hack is in there for just a little bit. Um, decent, but could have definitely used some trimming there in the editing, editing room. Uh, up next yeah, was, and you know I have a hard time with those slow, slow burns. Yeah, it's not really a slow. Like, there's a difference. I, I feel like there's a difference between a slow burn and a slow movie that just gets going at the end. You know, because it's like it's not like a slow like a twenty four reveal or anything like that. It's just nothing like nothing action or horrific even happens till till the end. And I uh, and I do want to say I do want to make one comment that. Damn it! Everyone knows if they've listened to our podcast that I, look, I can't do slow burns. But mm-hmm. damn, if you have a damn good payoff at the end, right? That means all the world to me. That means right. all the difference. Okay, sorry. Right. Go ahead. No, keep no, going. You're good. You're keep good. going. All right. Up next was Evil Little Things, which is an anthology about like dolls and stuff. It's got the guy from Gremlins in it, though. Uh, it was all right. It was decent little film uh up next was the mcpherson tapes which i've never seen this movie have you seen this movie the mcpherson tapes i don't i've never even heard of it okay so this is a movie that came out uh, actually in 1989 and um i know a lot of people credit uh, uh cannibal holocaust as their original found footage film but 
even though they literally did find footage in the movie, <laughs> you know, I don't, it's, it's hard to consider it a found footage film, even though it is found, like I said, they found the footage, but, but when you talk about like a lot of the act of the things that make up a, a what we, what we would think of today as a found footage film, you know, you think of Blair Witch, right? But this movie is called the McPherson tapes and it's, this came out a decade before the Blair Witch tapes. I never seen it. It's really low budget. And I think it only probably got, in popularity way after Blair Witch got famous because of the fact but uh, so it, I would say I consider this almost one of the real because it is a guy with a videotape in the house and everything and it's about alien abduction stuff I liked it okay but to be honest with you I think I, I was just late to the party I think if I saw it in 1989 I would probably be like what the hell did I just watch you know kind of yeah, like I was but, with, you've, but you've watched so many but you've right. watched so many right. found footage films right. since then. so, so right. you were like hey. yeah yeah i mean exactly so it wasn't really as oh my god as it probably was to somebody who actually saw that before they saw blair witch you know so yeah uh rewatch of the sacrament which is the one i was telling about ty west about um the um jim jones stuff which is it's just it's great yeah you need to watch it it's just wait, wait 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 what is this one it's called the sacrament um and this is about jim jones yeah yeah it's based on the jim jones the kool-aid massacre you know everything that happened uh, i kind of funny i'm kind of obsessed i'm kind of obsessed with the his story by the yeah. way well this is a good um, one this is so i'm gonna have to go and watch this like tonight actually when well, we get off this podcast and, and i'll tell you the guy he's he's not playing his character is not jim jones but it is the jim jones and he is so good like he oh. is fantastic they call him the father and he's just amazing i'm gonna yeah. go watch that shit like tonight for reals yeah. right. very cool i want to know what you think up next was a, a new newer movie called ultrasounds uh, it's, it's after his car breaks down. Glenn spends one hell of a night with a married couple, setting into motion a chain of events that alter their lives, plus those of several random strangers. This was a pretty good little sci-fi movie. I wouldn't necessarily maybe call it a horror movie, but it's it's a sci-fi movie, and it's about uh, these people like this guy who gets stranded with this couple, but this guy convinced him to sleep with his wife, and it's and then as you learn through the the course of the story, it's a total mind fuck, and nothing is really real, is what they think it is, but. Anyway, there's that one. Uh, up next was The Reef Stalked, which I guess is The Reef 2, and I don't think I've even seen part one. And, you know, we talk about, like, found footage. I said that's not really one of my favorite genres. Another genre I'm not really that that, that uh, impressed with usually is shark movies, to be honest. I mean, I love Jaws. I love uh, a few of them. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of shark movies, and there's a lot of them I don't really like. And this one was not that great. I mean, it was okay. It was just not nothing – I thought it was amazing. Monstrous, like we already talked about. Uh, the next movie was another shark movie called Shark Bait. And this one was a little bit better. It's a little bit gorier and stuff. But it's still the same premise. I mean, like, there's not really much you can do with shark movies. It's just people stranded in the in the water. What's going to happen? Tension, blah, blah, blah. Kill. Shark kills someone, blah, blah, blah. Someone kills shark in the story. I mean, it's just, you know. I'm kind of I'm <laughs> like you. I'm like, dude, Jaws, like, they did it. They did it well. Yeah, yeah. And after that, I'm like, you better come up with something real and good. Well, I like Deep Blue Sea, and I like Deep the Blue Sea. I saw that shit in the movie theater, and yeah. that one did. That one was 
I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that one was pretty good, but yeah. damn, you can only do so much shit with shark movies. I'm right, just saying. Right. And and like the Shark Nano movies, I, I, I like them for their over the top stupid silliness, but that's just what it only went so far. But like a lot of these movies that take themselves so seriously with it, I don't know. It just, it doesn't do a whole lot for me usually. So up next, one hour photo, revisited that one with Robin Williams. I mean, some people consider this a horror movie, but I, it's not really a horror, I guess, because nobody dies. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, he's creepy and it is horrific in a way. What's happening, but not, not really a. Horror Do you, movie, is, is that one you'd recommend for our listeners to watch? One hour photo. It's got Robin Williams in it. I think he's. I think you. People should watch anything Robin Williams in. I think he's great. Yeah, I but, I, uh, I do love Robin Williams. Up next was a little show that's uh, now on HBO. It's called Pretty Little Liars: Original Sin. Now, I've realized at this point that if you throw horror into anything, I'm going to watch it. You just whatever shit you fucking throw it into, I'll watch it. Yeah. Pretty little, pretty little liars. I don't know what I, I don't know this show. I've never watched it. I know they had some seasons and it was successful for a while. I've never seen any of those seasons, but they have a new season that is a horror season, uh, which is and it's really I like it. Uh, it, it reminds me of um, like Cherry Falls in a way, and, and some other like I know what it did last summer, sort of in a way, but uh, even maybe the Scream series, but. Um, I like it. It's good. It's got a lot of nods to horror movies, which is always fun. I'm, uh, I gotta back you up for just a minute. Okay. Pretty Little Liars has mm-hmm. a new thing. Yep, it's a new series or show or whatever. Yep, called Original so Sin. So I did. I was kind of obsessed with the the original Pretty Little Liars show that was on Freeform. Okay. And but I watched it for so fucking long, but at the it just kind of got so fucking repetitive. Uh huh. That's well, kind of the reason I stopped watching The Walking Dead. Well, I can't speak on that because I've never seen any of those, but I, I don't think they were horror related, right? This is a horror show. Well, I mean, I. I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is horror about Pretty Little Liars? Well, this is a mass killer killing people. This is a horror. This is a horror show. <laughs> and you found this where? This is on HBO. Oh, like HBO Max? Yep. Oh, good. Well, this mm-hmm. might be one I might just have to watch just to yeah. watch it. And you know what's funny is that the Pretty Little Liars actresses mm-hmm. um, have done such a, they've done a lot of things. Um, I'm going to give you an example. Um, a, f- a friend of mine that I've been friends with for ten years was like, "Hey, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and what's happening in your horror world, and 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 what's your favorite horror movie?" I said, "Fine, Martyrs is probably my favorite today." Mm-hmm. And he goes. I've totally seen that. I watched it in high school. And I said, okay. Did it have subtitles? He said, no, it didn't have subtitles. I was like, uh, that is not the same well, thing. Well, it could be. Now, there is, isn't there a dub, isn't there a dub version of Martyrs? I think there is. Um, I think there actually might be. There is a dub version. But yeah. the one he was talking about was the what, American version. Was the American version, and you know yeah. what? The chick, one of the main chicks, was one of the main actors from Pretty Little Liars, the TV oh, show. Oh, is that right? Audio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's your fun fact for the night. Okay. And I was like, "Dude, no, 
I I think I got like thirty minutes into it, and I was like, "This is fucking bullshit. This oh, is see? stupid." If you'd watched it, if you watched it till the end, then you would have been really mad. Yeah, I, I didn't. Couldn't even get to. The, I got thirty minutes in and was like, "Oh, do, oh, did you watch the whole fucking thing?" Yep, I did. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even get thirty minutes into that. Mm-mm. Yeah, but both, for some reason, both both that and inside the remakes of those just they did not work. Oh my god! And I'm gonna sit here and say for the, our listeners that are listening, um, I and I'm American. I'm totally American, but foreign films tend to they're kind of my go to. They go so fucking beyond and extra. And our podcast is hardcore horror. Mm-hmm. No, they know how to do the hardcore horror, and they do it, and they do it well. But you have to be a special person. You have to, sometimes you gotta fucking watch them damn subtitles. Yeah, but it is so fucking worth it. Am I right? Yep. Thank you. Okay. Yep, sorry. sorry. Going on. You're, sorry. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I had to put that out there. You're good. Up next, uh, I've continued to watch the American Horror Stories that other anthology or anthology show that's akin to american horror story but it, american horror stories uh so they've had three episodes so far in the second season and there are there are three for three for three I, I like all three of them uh the first season was a little mixed bag i wasn't like too happy with half of it i didn't think it was that great but so far this one's been really good i've liked all three uh up next was evil bong 888 infinity high which is not my type of movie and i would not watch these because i've never seen any, any of the other ones i only watched it because it had the uh had darcy the male girl from uh joe bob uh, diana prince in it so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah she's she's in it so i watched it uh up next was seven or a rewatch a multiple time rewatch of seven which is one of my favorite movies of all time I absolutely you know what's funny is funny about this is that i've never watched i've i've seen so fucking many bits and pieces of it of seven of seven oh my god bits, bits and pieces but um the last time that i tried to watch it um i wasn't able to stream it i tried what? to stream i tried to stream it and the on something I wasn't supposed to be streaming, and it was kept pausing on me. It's got to, it's got to be on something right now. I'm not sure where it's at. But. So, so I have a question for you. Okay. And we have a lot of listeners. Mm-hmm. So, for our listeners, you're 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 right. You and I rattle off all these movies. Mm-hmm. Well, where do, can you tell our listeners like where they can go and stream these movies? I mean, not always, because I don't always stream. I mean, I have a massive collection of DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, and I pull those same, out all the time. Same, same, uh, same. Uh, you know, all I, Sh- all I can tell people... Sh- Shudder's one of my favorite. Shudder's one of my all-time go favorites. Sh- Shudder is one a place that I go all the time. Uh, but I, like I say, just go to justwatch.com and type in whatever movie you're looking for, and they'll generally tell you where it's going to be streaming at, and you'll 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 find it there more times than not like okay i'm looking up seven right now okay seven uh you can watch it on netflix right now all right just watch.com listeners watch.com and there you go you can find one and i'll tell you where you need to go yep got it got it next was a film that that is on shutter it's called allegoria it's called allegoria um and this is a movie uh you remember uh 
you remember Rob Zombie? He's got a brother. His name is Spider One. Yeah, Power Man, Power Man Five Thousand. Sure uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he he made a movie, <laughs> and this is it. No shit. Allegorious. Yep. Written and directed by Spider One. Uh, a group of artists' lives become unwittingly entangled in their obsessions and insecurities, manifest monsters, demons, and death. It's an interesting movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's it. it I mean, for a first-time filmmaker, it's not bad at all. But um, it has some really cool parts in it. But uh, I, I feel like, uh, as far as like plot-wise, it, it maybe needed a little bit more uh, to really connect everything together. But uh, but yeah, it's still it's still a pretty good watch. But yeah, that's on Shutter. Okay, cool. Up all next, right. up next, I did a rewatch of a little film, a little love story called Salo, or the One Hundred and Twenty One Days of Sodom. Have you seen this movie? Oh my god! I've, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've. It's it's on my watch list. So you've never seen it, and it's on my fucking watch list. And yeah. I read so much about it. Is is this the original version that he watched? <laughs> I don't think there is another version. <laughs> I, it's the only version. Uh, yeah, nobody okay. wants to remake. Nobody's remade this. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. I want to know. <laughs> oh, all right. This is hardcore horror. It you, is. It, you fucking tell me. Come on, tell me. Tell me your. Tell me. I want to know your take on it. Well, Come on, tell me what you really feel. Come on. You know, <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like a Serbian film when you, when you when you listen to what the, the filmmakers and say and what they're they're kind of doing politically, and I think that's what kind of the director was doing artistically and culturally at the time with this movie. But uh, is this your first time watching? No, this? no, I, I seen it. I seen it. Years I was ago. gonna this, say. This I was gonna real... say. I knew this. I knew this. I was like, there's no way this is your first time watching this. No, it's but it has been years. And this is just just the second time watching it. Okay. Um, it's 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 a weird movie to to say what like if you want to go in what's the merit to this movie what's the value to see in it but i mean it's there i think i i think it's yeah I, you know it's it's a criterion collection it's in it's in the criterion you know so they they think it's uh worthy of praise um it's it's i mean i don't think a regular person normal joe who just watches typical hollywood fair would would watch this movie. I mean, once you even get past the subtitles, which there's, it's there because this was an Italian movie. I, I don't think they would watch this movie. It's and it's horror. I would say it's a horror movie, but it's not horror like what we would think of as horror because the horror is just involved in the torture that happens with these people. But it's uh, it's up there. I think yeah, if you like hardcore horror, it, you have to put it on your list and you have to watch it though. You have to watch it at least once. Uh, <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean. I don't want to give too much of it away, but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hard, hard scenes in it to, to watch a lot of wild you know, stuff. One thing that, one thing that I've learned about, I, you know, you know, it's my thing. I love hardcore horror. Mm -hmm. That's our podcast, right? Yep. Hardcore horror. But I, damn, damn. I love hardcore horror movies, but I just need a little plot. I want a plot. Well, I mean, there is a plot. I just don't know if there's a merit value of it. <laughs> I mean, the plot is there. 
uh, and basically the plot is power corrupts and that these people that are in power get to do whatever, whatever the hell they want and they do you know when they take all these people hostage and they have them basically as slaves and they just do whatever the hell they want to with them for fun and that's really okay. the plot you know okay so yeah. plot. okay good so that's worth a watch then for you, yeah. Oh, for me? No, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but if we have listeners that are going to listen to Hardcore Horror with Mike and Bridget, yeah. um, look, y'all going to have to um, love some hardcore horror because Mike's going to break it down to you. He's going to tell you what you well, just did. Yeah, if... Um... I don't know. If people eating shit's not your thing, probably don't watch it. <laughs> you know? Uh, that's what I can say. But. Um, yeah, well, that doesn't, that doesn't disturb me. Does it disturb you? It doesn't, so, it doesn't disturb me, no. But, uh, yeah, just, it, I'm sure for some people. Look, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that if people listen to our podcast that, look, y'all need to understand that we go a little harder. We, we're a little bit more extreme. No, so, not totally, but we go, we go there. Yeah. Mm, all right. Not I totally. Got, okay, fine. Well, I mean, I so said we don't all, I mean, it's not all we watch, so I'm saying, you know, we don't, it's not all we watch. We watch a lot of lawyer thing, but yes, we do. Okay. Okay. okay there. Okay. There's yes. that. Okay. Yes. I got a few more. Let me get through these real quick. Okay. Uh, up next was a shutter film called What What Josiah Saw. Oh my God, I've seen this fucking movie. Did you watch it recently? Yeah, yes. What did you think? Yes, I liked it. Did you? I liked it too. Oh God, yes. It Thank gave me. You. It gave Thank me. Ex- you. It gave me some extreme frailty vibes. Did you get that? Which I love frailty. God, yes. Did you? I'm so glad. Look, because you're my person. You're my like my dude. You're my like my partner in crime. So I yeah. knew you would like it. Yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. I liked all the twists and, and everything. I mean, that you know, some of them were easier easier to figure out than others. But yeah, um, like I said, the whole time I was thinking, frailty is this going to be a frailty movie? Holy shit! Which, like I said, I love that movie. If, and people need to. Watch oh that my god! Sure. And no one is fucking seen that movie. Frailty. Yeah, it's great. It fucking love that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Absolutely. God, and everybody's like frailty, like I've never seen it before. And I'm like, for real. Yeah, I mean, I guess great. I guess it didn't get a big theatrical release, but that's unfortunate. Uh, With Jaya Saul, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's definitely a watch for yeah, our listeners uh, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's really good. Up next was Prey on Hulu. That's that new uh, Predator movie. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It, it was. Uh, it was a prequel because it was back in the uh, Comanche uh, days, and uh, so you got all these people with bow and arrows and stuff fighting the predator, which is an interesting take on it. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Uh, up next was uh, I watched some of. I haven't watched all of it, but I watched about half of the Sandman or Sandman, the that TV show that came on Netflix. Uh, it's. It's uh, it's horror themed. I wouldn't. I don't know. It's say completely horror, but there's definitely some horror themes in it. And so far, so far, so good. Uh, the next thing I watched was they slash them. They slash oh them. Oh my god! With Kevin Bacon. With Kevin Bacon, is it? This has been the fucking topic of my fucking week. 
Okay, so you have seen it? I have not seen it, but <laughs> when it first when they first started releasing it, mm-hmm. I get kept getting all oh, these messages from all these people going, Oh my god, you gotta watch this and honey, this is like a fucking thing on social media uh-huh. where everybody is talking about this fucking shit because it's they, them, the pronouns. Mm-hmm. They slash them, actually. Um, and it's supposed to be, it, from what all I know, all I know is that Kevin Bacon is mm-hmm. in it, which mm-hmm. he's a huge fucking actor. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Kevin Bacon. And it's a uh-huh. huge actor and the pronouns and just trying to be up on what's happening today and being being today. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I've gotten so, I've actually gotten so much negative feedback from it. Okay. Have you watched it? You've watched it. I watched it, yes. Okay, good. Well, good. Well, go and tell it, go and tell us. Okay. Tell us. My Your feedback. Yes. My opinion. In my yes. Opinion, um, the movie uh, itself, as a movie, uh, I think it's fine. I liked it as a story. I mean, I thought it was fine. But the problem with these movies, when you have an agenda or you have something to say, especially in this day and age, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of movies that have th- something to say, but they – Back in like back in the day, as far as far as they've been making movies, they've always had something to say. Maybe even some of it is political or whatever. You know, they have, but they have this way to sort of incorporate it into a st- well devised story to make it digestible to the public. And I feel like movies today, they really just put it out there and they go, "This is what we're, this is what the movie is," and then we'll throw in a few little things. And I feel like that's kind of what is with this movie. There's nothing wrong with the movie itself. Movie itself is fine, even though it's tonally uneven. Like it's a to- tonally uneven movie. I mean, at one point they all break out into song, you know. What I mean, but uh, but when you do that and you're because this is a slasher movie, and th- and there's no way around it. But there is no real tension to the movie, and unfortunately, the the kills are all at the very end. Like they're like there's like so much lead up, and I mean, well. Like again, we were talking about earlier. It's, slow, it's not a slow burn movie like Hereditary. It doesn't do like that, but it does in the end. It's because in the sense that you have to wait till the very end to get to the kills. So I think that in that way, it was not written well enough to to you know be a really good movie. But but I had no problem with the movie and the story or what they're trying to say. Everything was fine. I had no problem with that. But uh, I think it just could, should have they should have taken more time to craft it to make it into a little bit better uh, narrative that sort of fit a horror movie since that's the, that's the genre they wanted to drop this message into. Okay. Kevin Bacon was good as, as always though. Kevin Bacon is a damn good actor. I'll give him that. But yeah. I was kind of surprised that you have no idea, Mike. I have gotten so much, so many messages Oh my God! You've got to see this like little, little, little blah 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 blah. It's mm-hmm. you've got to see this. I'm like, okay, I wasn't that. I'm not that interested in seeing it. To be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. But um, thank you for your feedback, though. Sure. Um, 
no, I'm I'm like eh, eh. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're trying. I think they're trying to push that whole they them thing way too much. Look, I love me some campy horror slashers. It's fucking classic. But they're trying to take the spin on today and put it into that. And it just kind of lost me. It kind of lost me where I have no interest in watching it. Sorry, but I don't. But I'm so glad that you did. Well, again, if if they could just get a little bit more crafty and and find ways to put what they're trying to say into a much more, uh, you know, a much more meatier plot then I, I wouldn't I, I don't think that they would fail in those sort of things but when they when it's just too obvious hit over the head hammer what you're trying to say kind of thing then I think you know you you usually lose the audience but uh, that's me that's me too and that's that is why that is why you and I should like make a fucking horror movie where we it's not that you want to take reality today. You want to take today, modernization today. But don't make, don't fucking throw it in anybody's face. You got to be very crafty. And you got to do it in a very, in a way that's going to kind of sneak up on people. Yep, that's true. All right, I got two more. Um, okay, let's go. Rewa- rewatch of the Monster Squad, which you know, you know and love, I think, as well. And the last thing was a rewatch of Crimes of the Future, which I watched it recently, and I went back to rewatch it. That's that new David Cronenberg movie. You know what I'm talking about? Have you, have you seen that yet? I haven't seen it. I, re- I rewatched it because, you know, the first time I watched it, and I think it's just because I'm too desensitized, but, you know, I, you know, I heard this campaign of, like, people th- throwing up or walking out and all, doing all this stuff at, you know, at the festivals and stuff. And I'm like, why? Why would that happen? And then I, I try to watch it again today with like a scope of like not me, but maybe like a just a regular mo- movie person. And man, maybe I can see it. Not, I really can't see the walkouts, to be honest. Not in this day and age. This isn't the seventies, you know. But to be honest, I mean, there are some things. I guess. I mean, I think it's a good movie. I think it's a well-made movie. I do enjoy it. Uh, I, I do recommend it. I think it's. I think it's pretty good. Uh, David Cronenberg does a good job. But as far as like being just like. Oh my God, it's sick. It's gross. I, I don't know. It, to me, it's not like to me, I thought it was cool, but that's just me though. I, I, again, I'm not sure what other people would, would really think, but uh, a normal person, I, I just don't see anybody running out of it, you know? Oh my God. I mean, maybe if they've never seen a movie before, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else before we go Man, to the guest? Yeah, that's, that's all I have. So but we have a pretty good guest. I'm super excited um, to talk to him, Michael Tanner Flynn. All right. Let's go talk to him, shall we? All right. Let's do it. Okay. So we are here um, with Michael Tanner Flynn. Uh, Michael, what's up, man? I'm so excited. I've been so excited about this podcast. Right. And I've been excited. I've been listening to you guys all week in my car. And I'm like, oh, let's talk about some horror. God, right, yes, yes, I'm feel- so excited. Um, so t- tell us a little bit about what you've been doing, um, what you've had going on. What have you done in your horror career? All right. So I guess we'll start from the beginning. So I got interested in filmmaking. I was around 14, 15. Um, George Dimmick, who 
we know and was a guest on the show previously had a film called Dead Start that shot in Watertown, Tennessee. They had a call for zombies. So I showed up with my parents. We were all bloody, gross looking. And it was like, but we had an amazing time on set. And I was like, I think this is something that I want to do. This is great. So for the later parts of my teen years, I made a lot of short films. Um, Slaughter Party was my first one. It was an 80s horror spoof, really funny, goofy, bloody teenagers saying a lot of things their parents were mad that we made them say, but it all turned out great in the end. Um, Moved on to a feature-length anthology film, and after that... I moved on to my first full-length narrative, which I finally just completed 10 years later. Um, That's what Bridget was just mentioning. And when you say that, Michael, are you talking about acting, directing, producing? What what aspect are you involved in? It was a little bit of everything. So in the films I've mentioned, I wrote, shot, directed, edited. Okay. Did pretty much everything. um, Acted in some... I, I'm sorry. I'm going to scale back just a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm going back a little bit. Yeah. You on dead start, you showed up with your parents and all of you cause were zombies. Yes. Like your parents, your parents dressed up as zombies. Yes. My parents dressed up as zombies and I lucked out with the, best pair of parents they have been there for me for the full ride have supported me in every endeavor i've done whether it be film acting burlesque whatever they're always there they're always cheering and they're always a part of something damn kudos to mom and dad right that is so awesome right so awesome they help me pour blood on people and then they watch me throw a g-string across the room it's great oh my (laughs) god i and, and I absolutely love that. My my passion for horror comes from my mom, even though she's secretly like a horror lover. But no, my my love for horror comes from my mom. So having having a parent support means so much. I absolutely love that. And so so they've been with you the entire ride, and you've had a lot going on. You've done a lot. Seems like. Yeah, done a lot, done a lot of nothing, and a lot of something, so. (laughs) Always somewhere in the middle. Same. (laughs) Same. And um, just just so the listeners know that um, you and I met, um, we've been in two movies together. But we've never had a scene together. But we've never had a scene together, ever. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. We've been in two feature films together, but we didn't ever had a scene together. But um, I think when you and I started talking was at Carson Demick, who was one of the writers of um, All the Ends. We started kind of talking at his birthday party and realized we have a lot in common. And and when I found about found out about your <laughs> your our burlesque shows. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of did a little bit of research and I saw pictures. I did. I did. I saw pictures and I was like, I love this guy. I saw a picture of you wearing a Michael Myers mask with a pink furry thing. 
Oh my god, I was like, dude, I have got to go and see one of these shows. <laughs> so, so well, let's talk about these shows, Michael. What, what, how did this come about and where do you do these? Yeah, so I actually just recently took a break from it, but um, I was doing them all over Nashville. Okay. Um, like, like all year long? Yeah, like all throughout the year. Um, mostly what I did was horror burlesque. Um, I did a lot of other nerdy type related things, or I had this kind of really ratchet drag character that would host shows. So we'd have weekly shows at various bars and pretty much whatever happened, happened. But um, for the horror burlesque specifically, um, there were a couple numbers that I did quite frequently. I did a Jason Voorhees where it was a three-part number, comes out scary Jason, strips down to Saturday Night Fever, full white tuxedo Jason, and then after that, it's like full-on bondage leather daddy Jason. <laughs> and there was always like Alice Cooper pumping in the background, and people love that. Um, I did a Chucky number for a long time, had the full-scale Chucky box, I'd rip the cellophane off and come out in the overalls and... Scared the shit out of some people. It was fun. Yeah. Oh man, God, I'm so pissed. I haven't seen one of these shows. So why did why what happened? Like, why'd you stop doing these? I think I I let's see. I got started in 2014 working with a troupe in Chicago. Moved back to Nashville, and that was like my night job. Every couple weeks or a month, every other month, I'd have a show and just production and it kind of got burned out on it. And and somewhere in there, I gave up on the filmmaking dream. And after burlesque kind of wound down, I was like, eh, I need something to keep me busy in the pandemic. So wound back in the film game. So, and f speaking of films, so I know you were in Deadlines. Love your character in Deadlines, oh, by the way. Yeah. We did, we weren't in the same scene, but absolutely loved your character. I do know that you were in All the Ends, which we filmed um, last summer, and I know that is still in editing. I have no idea what character you play. I just know that you're in the movie, right? Yeah, I'm like the lead dude trying to plow everyone through this nonsense and crazy cool that is so cool it's because i was also a lead but we're not in the same scenes but i do know there were so many lead characters in this movie i know um i love that this movie's like an ensemble piece and you're just following like you're jumping you're jumping you're jumping you're jumping i know i'm so action. i am so excited about i'm so excited about this one but and you've been in Dead Start, which Dead Start was an, another Flicker and Candle Productions movie about zombies. So you told me that you and your parents, which I absolutely love. But um, have you been in any other feature films? Uh, Stoker by Chanwook Park. Oh yeah, featured extra as a bully in that, and. Uh, there is, has actually been a meme going around about it recently that shows the bullying scene. And it's like, there's my little prepubescent face in the corner. So my parents are sending me text messages at like 3 a.m. They're like, oh, my God, look what's on Facebook. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but um did that i played a pizza guy in the mockbuster curse of the nun that one went viral on tiktok for a minute because like the lead girl's not gonna pay me the extra three cents and like flips me off and i'm like uh sad pizza guy oh my gosh it sounds like you done some and mike mike you were like oh Oh, I know this one. So are you familiar with any of these movies that he's talking about? Uh, the Stoker one. Yeah, that one. You know, that was uh, not really, I wouldn't consider that a horror movie, but the, uh, he did make a, a horror movie before that. I can't remember what it was, though. But I, I wouldn't call it a horror movie, more of a thriller, but I think he, it's associated with horror because of, of the director. But that's one that's got Nicole Kidman in it, right? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, Nicole yeah. Kidman, Matthew Good, um, yeah. girl from Alice in Wonderland. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So haunting. And like, you just peel back the layers of that movie with every rewatch and find something else, and it's a masterpiece. <laughs> oh, cool. I have one question for you. So, I really want. I know you had a movie premiere a yeah. couple weeks ago, and I do this clown thing with three-legged circus and it just so happens they have not done any shows in six months and so i had i had my obligation to be there but it was the night of your movie premiere and i was so upset that i couldn't be there and support you but can you tell us a little bit about your movie premiere that you just had yeah so that was the project i was talking about a little bit ago um I made it when I was 17. It's kind of a blend between a teen drama and psychological horror. Um, I spent an entire year shooting it and it was about time to move to Chicago, go to school, and I abandoned the project, never touched it. And then this spring, after several attempts the past 10 years of going back and tackling it, I finally sat down and was like, there's still half a pandemic raging and the world's kind of batshit crazy. So uh, go work on this. Uh, just locked myself in the room for a few weeks and got it made. Um, had a really, really super fun score made by Nashville's Todd Zilla for it. And we finally premiered it about, was it two weeks, two or three weeks ago? It's been about two or three weeks ago. It was, um, it was, I do remember because I wanted to go to it so bad, but my little side gig is doing my clown thing for a three-legged circus. And, and I do want to see that at some point, so... Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. But I was so upset. I was like, damn it. We're doing, well, I haven't done anything in so long. <laughs> it just happened to been that we were, we both had something going on the same night. So, but no, God, I, I want to support you. And yeah, I'll um, send you the link to a screener for it. Great. God, I'd love to see it. Mike wants to see it too. Sure. Where where did you premiere at, Michael? Uh, Lane Music in Brentwood. So my composer, Todd Zilla, runs that store, and they have a really, really super nice screening space. So watch the movie downstairs, and then upstairs, it's like a guitar god's haven. Mm -hmm. We just set up, had a reception, and had a full-on party after. Very cool. Yeah. 
So I have some questions for you, Michael. So one, I always call you um, Michael Flynn Tanner. What do you What do you like to go by? Do you like to go by Michael, or you like to go by Mike? I typically go by Michael, and it's so funny because every time I meet someone, it's with a different friend group, and there's about five different names I go by. So I'm <laughs> okay. always like, I'll answer to anything as long as it's mostly respectable. <laughs> right. S- same here. So, same here. I- I've got different people have always called me different things from Michael to Mike to Mikey to my last name to my middle name to just everything. Right. I am in that same boat. So we could say Michael. Uh, I guess professionally film-wise, I've always done Michael T. Flynn. Just to separate from any weird political known person that I always get text messages about in the middle of the night. <laughs> the reason the reason I ask you that is because the um one of the one of uh, the movies um all the ends all the ends the the uh poster come out and our names are on there and and George put our in, your entire name on there. Michael Tanner Flynn. I was like, oh, is that what I need to go? Is that what he needs to go by? Is that his whole fucking name? I think they want me to look more important than I am. Oh, (laughs) shit. Well, I love it because you are pretty important. I love that. Well, Michael, when it came to me, my name, my first and last name are so common that I could not really use it because it was just going to get lost in the minutia of all the people. So I literally had to use all my names. But that's really the only reason I did that. I didn't want to. But like literally there are hundreds and hundreds of Michael Johnsons, even on just IMDb alone. I mean, it's just it's crazy. I know. And just just having a common name is like, oh, hard to stand out with that. Right. So I totally feel you. Well, you've st- you've stand you've st- stood out to me. And I couldn't believe that it took us this long to interview you because damn. You've done some like I love all the things you've done in Nashville, and Mike and I are both uh, really into local talent. And I'm sorry that it took me this long to reach out to you, but it's it's we have a lot of people that wants to be on the podcast, and I'm so excited for you to be on here tonight. Yeah, and thank you for having me. This is exciting because hell yeah. I've been seeing like names that I've seen throughout my life pop up on here. And it's like, oh, it's really cool to like just hear everyone discuss their love and passions. So, oh, God, hell yeah. And you definitely are super passionate about horror like we are. So with that being said, um, so our podcast is hardcore horror. So I have some questions for you. I have some answers. Excellent. Good. Perfect. So <laughs> with hardcore horror, what is your favorite hardcore horror movie? I just want to know. I have been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Since you reached out to me. And perfect. then I was like, uh, so I have a couple answers. And I guess okay. as far as like hardcore horror um, we'll go with the answer that will probably get me canceled. No, it's not gonna. Oh. 
is <laughs> not going to get you canceled. It's probably going to get you more credit. Just saying. Probably. Um, every five years, I get an inkling to get whoever my ride or die best friend is at the time to sit and watch a Serbian film with me and hate yeah. them and realize that we're so much better off. <laughs> yeah, right. So that is one that stands out. And then another that's an all-time favorite, it's not technically hardcore horror, but it's more extreme film, and it's just a favorite movie of all time, is Pink Flamingos by John Waters. Oh, my God. I fucking love this movie, okay? Like... Do you you know that I have this thing that I'm going through right now where I'm like, uh, Miss... Oh, Mr. Eggman. Ah. Oh, my God. This is like one of my favorite damn things I say right now. And even my kiddo is like, Mom, have you been watching Pink Flamingo? Oh, Mr. Eggman. I fucking love this movie. Love it. It, Love it. John Waters is like my idol. I have his signature tattooed to my leg and i've been to his camp a few times and just i devour all of his work love it i love it i love that awesome my favorite um, john waters movie is cecil beat a minute have you seen that one yes i rewatched that I, I love it weeks ago it's so good yes yes you got any more questions right now bridget because if not we're gonna do quotes Oh, let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and do them. Let's go ahead and do it. No, I'm okay. ready for you. Oh, Mike's going to like, Mike's <laughs> going to like, um, I'm just saying he's going to like, he's going to quote us like, no, we're in a challenge right now. You know that Michael Flynn. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Do, do you know what we're doing, Michael? Yes, I okay. I okay, have done my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, for everybody, for all the listeners, ready, I'm just going to list some list some uh, quotes from horror movies and I'll let you guys guess it. Whoever guesses first, this is a challenge. Go for it, this Michael is a- Flynn. Throw are down. you going to challenge me? <laughs> I, are I you challenge. ready? I challenge you, Bridget, to a right. quote. Do let's it. do it. Let's right. do it. You guys ready? Ready. I think these are relatively easy tonight. Here we go. Number one. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive. Not you. Not anymore. From Saw. Yeah, what'd you say? Did you say what'd you say? Yes, Saw. Okay. Oh my god, he's got one on me. Damn it. <laughs> that is from Saw. Damn it. It's because in college I had to do this huge what was it? An event where I had to make it out that Saw was just a morality tale and it was actually a good feel-good thing and I had to convince the whole audience of it. I didn't. <laughs> I love it that you have an entire story behind the quote. That's that nice. is amazing. That is nice. Okay. Ready, ready for ready? number two. Number two. Here we go. Trust is a tough thing to come by these days. Hmm. I don't know this one. 
I feel like that's more like my normal life. Trust is a good thing. (laughs) Can I I phone a friend? I know, right? Can you give me some hint? We've got got a group of people here that's not trusting each other. There's a lot of untrustworthy things. I mean, isn't that like every fucking horror movie I've ever seen? Nobody nobody trusts anyone. To an extent, but this is really a basis of the plot of the movie of this one. You need another hint? Yes. Yes. They're in the snow. Frozen? Nope. Oh. Oh, um. It's, what, um. What oh, God. I know what it is. I know what it is. It's dead snow. Is it no, dead snow? Michael, what did you say, Michael? I, I think I said dead snow, and then I said they live, and I started just yeah. rattling off cold things. <laughs> I said I said dead snow, but so we got a we got a bunch of guys in the snow not trusting each other. Trust is a tough thing to come by these days. They're very suspicious of one another. Oh motherfucker! It did. I'm still going. I'm still. <laughs> I'm still going with uh, Dead Snow's what I... John Carpenter directed it. Oh, motherfucker! I know what the fuck it is. It's not the it's, fucker. It's the... Li- I'm sorry. Sorry! <laughs> it's... 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 um. Oh, God. It's the best remake ever. Um, <laughs> they lit... They lit... No. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. The Thing? The, the thing. thing. I've the said thing. that three times, yo. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I kind of thought you did it first. That one time. But... It's okay. I'm hiding under my table right now. because You know, you know what's funny? Right. Mike, what is funny about this is that I just figured out, I just found out a few nights ago that that's a remake. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I was like. The thing is a remake. Like, well, did they re- did they sort remake of. it? No, I was like, but I watched the original '80s version of it, and they're like, "Oh no, honey, they remade <laughs> that sh- that that shit was made a long time ago." And I was like, yeah. "No shit, I didn't yeah. even know that." But that was I love that one. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Although it is a lot different, though. But I did I didn't recognize the quote, so that's okay. Good for number, you. Number three. You're going to die up there. It. Conjuring Kesha. I'm going for nope. it. It's not it. No. One of the hundred thousand versions of it. No. Okay. Nope. You're going to die up there. I'm going to die up there. Up there is very specific. Up there. I know this. It's on the tip of my tongue. Damn it. You need a hint? Yes. This is said after there is some urination on on the carpet. Oh, The Exorcist? Yep, The Exorcist. Or scary movie too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go with The Exorcist. <laughs> that All was right. that was it. The Exorcist. Yeah, she says you're gonna die up there to that guy, the one that she she pushes out the window. Yeah. Oh well, shit. Damn it, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that one. Okay. Okay. This this. All right. Number four. This is actually the hard one. 
Oh, good. Uh, okay, bring <laughs> bring it. Let's go with it. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe not. I could be wrong. Sometimes the world of the living gets mixed up with the world of the dead. It sounds like a zombie movie. Is it? Nope. Well, it is not. Okay, hint. My, Michael, <laughs> Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn, are you got anything on this one? I don't know if I know this one. Okay, that means we need a hint. Okay, so um, it's a movie about somebody who could be alive or could be dead. The sixth cent. And you don't know till the third act. Oh man, that's not even a good hint. That's a good. Well, okay, what if I said, you want, you want the best hint? He just said it. It's a movie a lot like The Sixth Sense. Go. The Sixth Sense, is that it? No, it's a movie a lot like that. Go. Oh. Unbreakable. Uh, no, wait, that wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> So they may or may not be dead. What what was the quote again? I already forgot. I'm blonde. <laughs> Some sometimes the world of the living gets mixed up with the world of the dead. Okay. The dead so zone? So you've got a movie where people think that they're alive but they're dead. Oh god, that's so many fucking movies. It could be like <laughs> the one with like Nicole. Who's huh? the one what? with Nicole Kidman? Okay. What's it what called? The fuck, the the, what the fuck was that called? <laughs> he said it. The others. The others? Was that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, fuck yes. Hey, I didn't name the fucking movie, <laughs> no, but Brid- I got the fucking actress. Bridget- okay. When I, was I get fucking that. credit for that shit. Right? Right? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get credit for that when I'm like, damn. But no, that's, oh, yeah. that was, that's, I've, I've probably only seen that movie like one time and it was okay. But yeah. well, I think it would have been better, but it came out not too long after the sixth. Sense Damn, kinda... I, you know what? The next time I'm gonna pull out some fucking movie quotes for yo ass, and not from me. Yeah, I don't do <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna do it. Oh no, it's I don't, gonna I don't, happen. I don't play games. Uh... Oh, <laughs> I think you do. Just dive into the armpit of Tubi, find the weirdest thing, the first thing they say, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, ready? Uh, Number five. Last one. Last one. Here we go. Last one. Okay, let's do it. This is pretty easy. Okay. I'm your number one fan. Misery. Boom. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, that... Damn it, Michael (laughs) Flynn. I fucking knew that one, too. It's just because Kathy Bates is my hall pass, y'all. Dude, that was... That's one of my all-time favorites. That movie was so fucking badass. I love that one. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Oh yeah, and that's it. That's all I got. But the you, but you were real quick. So damn, kudos to you, sweetheart. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Love it. But um, but anything else? Anything else you want to tell us? I mean, about anything? So I, anything else you want to tell us? And if not, I have questions for you. My question's for you, if you don't have anything else to tell us. I'm trying, because um, I don't have anything readily available online at the moment. I'm- well, you are pretty damn cool. 
you are so cool and you are so up and coming and I know you are. Um, so for all of our listeners, if they want to go and find you somewhere, um, how can they find you? Like, are you on social media? I know you are, but tell us how we can find you. Yeah. Um, I'm probably most active on Instagram and okay. my handle. I, after I was for a long time, it was all burlesque stuff. So I took off all my nudes. I'm sorry guys, <laughs> but you can still find cool film stuff that I post or random things that I like, like my Elvira Chia pet. Um, that handle is M Y dot cool. K O O L like the SIGs dot tan. So like my cool tan, cause I'm a nineties kid and things are stupid that way. Got you. No, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's all good. Sweet. You're smelling what I'm stepping in. Uh, that's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably the. Oh my god, it's like one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, that's probably the easiest way to keep up with me. Facebook, I'm not so good with because that is drama city, and ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of most I I'm I a hundred percent agree with you. Most of my horror stuff is always on Instagram, but damn, I'm sorry. Um, did you say that you got rid of all your nudes? There were a lot of scantily clad photos and a lot of. It was actually really cool. Like, but I I. Did a whole shift change trying to nunify my look for a minute. So <laughs> not look so cray cray. Well, I'm disappointed that I didn't never get to see that. So. I'm going to send you some links later tonight and you will you. live all of that. And if anybody else wants it, I will drop my Venmo <laughs> on my Instagram. Cool. You can see yeah. well. <laughs> I fucking love it. And you're local and you're so amazing and you're a damn good actor um it's been such a pleasure interviewing you tonight and i really appreciate that absolutely and likewise that that really means so much to me and i really appreciate that so thank you all right mike well we appreciate you coming on everything yeah it's been super fun thanks for having me god we're so excited so excited to talk to you and i'm sure we'll talk soon absolutely thank you so much it's been such a pleasure um talking to you okay and likewise y'all have a good night okay Uh, all right all right all right michael tenor flan huh man he was so fucking cool to talk to yeah yeah I, I, i love him and damn he's he's a pretty fucking cool dude like and oh my god I really want to go and see some of his like horrible-less shows. Yeah, uh, that that seems that sounds cool. I mean, yeah, horrible-esque. I yeah. mean, let's just be real. That right. sounds so fucking cool. Very cool, uh, indeed. You got anything else, man? Maybe I don't have anything else for you. All right, uh, you want to do some calm <laughs> melodies? <laughs> yes. All right, let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Number one. Oh, you're the-
All right. Oh my god, I fucking love it. It reminds me of like Lords of Acid. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know yeah. who that is? Yes, I know who Lords of Acid is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm it's, guessing it's not Lords of Acid. It is not, no. But the song is called Cannibal. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you know, I'll tell you something funny is that I had a conversation with my kiddo the other night and I was like Everyone is scared of something different. We all have mm-hmm. our things when it comes to movies. And she said, I will tell you, like, my thing, Mom. Cannibalism scares the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, yeah? Yeah. Don't let her watch, watch Raw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally seen that movie and fucking uh, love it, actually. Yeah, it's great. Um, God, anyway, fucking love it. But, yeah. okay, who is it? Kesha. Kesha. What uh-huh. the fuck? Yeah. Kesha that's from Nashville, from Franklin? Is she? I don't know. <laughs> she's the pop singer, Kesha. I don't know. You Is don't know? Said? Did you not know that she's from, like, my hometown? I did not, know. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. No, Kesha is, I, I say home, my hometown, Williamson County. No, she's from Franklin, which is outer skirts of Nashville. Yeah, very cool. Damn. Look, that's I awesome. didn't told you something you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, you did. Ready for number two? Yes, let's do it. Here we go. Long she sees apart from me, possessed behind the eyes. Apart from frightening, the moaning, the biting, seems to be the night sky. And I know what she thinks, she looks at me, or she looks with such despair. got nothing for you on that one what the fuck i don't even know yeah that one's a very more indie uh not not very popular um i wouldn't really expect you to, to hear it but the, the song's called zombie and the, they have a cute little video uh, uh with it and uh, the band is called jamie t jamie t jamie t yeah okay that is it but uh yeah the song is called zombie it's not too bad um up Next is a soundtrack for you. Okay. You ready? Ready. All right, here we go. What do you think? I, I don't, you didn't give me enough. I don't know. You need some more? Yeah, I need more. 
Oh, okay. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. <laughs> Is it? That's all you got for me? Is there no words? Okay. There's no words. It's more like a score. It's a score. Yeah, oh, it is a score. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know, but I like the score, though. Damn. It sounds fucking creepy as fuck, and I love it. I yeah. actually like it. I don't know what it's from, but I fucking like it. That is the opening scene of The Shining. No shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, that was a good one. I oh, yeah. I would have never got that. I would have never got that, but damn. I was like, holy shit. I can tell it's a score and it's a damn good one. Well, no wonder. It's the Fan- opening scene for the, for the Shining. Okay. Fantastic, sto- fantastic score. Fantastic movie. Uh, yep. Got you. Do you have any more for me? That's it. That's all I got. That's it. Damn. That's it. I love it. I love it. You always you always catch me slipping. You always catch me slipping on these. <laughs> I, think it, I mean, it, that's, it's just a hard thing to, to like, you know, hear, like, just hear. And I, I couldn't do it either, like, as far as, like, you know, being able to decipher unless I, like, yeah, if you played the exorcist for me i'd be like yeah yeah yeah." dude i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you on the next one so for our (laughs) listeners i'm gonna get you because i have a whole little list going oh is that right it's called revenge it's called revenge of of michael okay uh revenge (laughs) of mike that's right it's a thing it's gonna and it's gonna happen so that gives people something to look forward to right right all right very cool well that's all i got that's all I got. You need to go watch the sacrament. Okay, Mike, I got one thing for you. What's that? Keep it hard, hardcore. Keep horror. Keep it hard horror. Hardcore hard. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it hardcore hard. Damn it! Till next time. Until next time. All right. Till next time. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wow, that's hardcore. Nothing harder. Hardcore horror like a Bridget is a part of the Tennessee, 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 Tennessee Horror Podcast Network.